0: Welcome to the Access Youth Podcast. We believe in the youth. Access Youth, welcome to week two of our brand new series. Uh, and this series uh, was was mentioned uh, last week uh, a bit. Uh, it's it's going to be a bit different. Uh, my heart for this series is to not just have sermons to preach but uh to have conversations to have um uh that conversations to have that will inspire and encourage you to have as well at home uh with your families uh in the neighborhoods with your friends um because these aren't just conversations that uh we just want to have uh these are conversations that i feel like we need to have uh this conversation tonight is a conversation that we need to have. And so this week we have brought on uh, Reagan Ryan and Hannah Vander West, uh, some of our amazing youth student leaders to have this conversation with us tonight. And so uh, come on, just for a second, uh, blow up the chats, uh, get hype in the chats right now for some of our amazing student leaders Reagan and Hannah, right now, come on, I know you're not typing. Right now, uh, show them some love in the chats. Uh, you know, we have uh, been doing student leadership. They've been doing student leadership online uh, during this crazy season, uh, this crazy quarantine season. And so, uh, you guys have done such a great job. All of you, uh, shout out to the student leaders, have done such an amazing job during this time. And so, uh, thank you for joining us for this conversation. Uh, You know, again, my heart is that uh, this would inspire and encourage uh, every student tonight to have this conversation at home with their families uh, and and with their friends. And so uh, tonight, the title um, of this conversation is Youth Versus Racism. And before uh, we continue, I want to remind you that our heart behind this series is that We believe that the youth, uh, specifically all of you uh, and your generation have a lot to go to battle with in our culture. Um, And when I say culture, I mean, the things that are happening around us, the things that are happening in in this world. And um, we believe that uh, the youth, uh, your generation has a lot to go to battle with. But we also believe that the youth will win this battle. The youth will win this battle, uh, this, this conversation tonight on racism. The youth will win the battle against racism. And in order to win, uh, but in order to win these battles, in order to, to bring about change, uh, there must be an awareness. But just put that down in the chat. Before we can bring about change, there must be an awareness. And I believe that awareness happens when uh, a conversation is taking place. Awareness happens when a conversation is taking place. And so uh, conversations are not the solution to change, Mm -hmm. but they are the start to change. Conversations are not the solution, uh, we're here just having a conversation, uh, but this is just the start. This is not the solution to change, And um, but once we are able to, to raise awareness, we are able to take action. And so I hope that after this conversation tonight, all of us feel inspired um, and motivated to take action um, because we all have a responsibility. Uh, Liv and I uh, mentioned this last week. We don't want all of you to feel guilty. We don't want all of you to feel ashamed, but we we do have a responsibility. Uh, As Jesus followers, we need to rise up. We need to speak up, Uh, but we not only need to speak up, we need to take a look at our hearts and we need to uh, ask God, what is it that he wants us to do personally on a personal level um, with the people around me with our friends and our families. And so I just wanted to uh, encourage you with this verse. John 16, verse 33. I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Students from here on out, as a youth ministry, as a youth group, we must continue to talk about racism. Because in a sinful world, in a world that is not perfect, in a world where we're gonna have trouble, we will continue to go to battle with racism, not just in our country, but in our world. And, and, and although we can't completely eliminate racism because we can't, we can't completely eliminate sin, we live in a fallen world. We can do our best to make sure that there is less sin. We can do our best to make sure that there is less, less sin, because of what Jesus did on the cross. We can make sure that there is less sin. We can do our best to make sure that there are more people that are uh, saying no to sin and saying yes to Jesus. We can make sure that there are more people that say uh, less racism, and more equality and love for our brothers and sisters of color. And so students, I want to remind you of a quote that was mentioned last week as we kicked off this series. Generation Z, that's you. That's, that's, that's you. That's your guys' generation. That's the youth of our society today. That's your generation. Generation Z is creating the culture that is to come. Generation Z is creating the culture that is to come. All of you are influencing our culture and you are creating the culture that is to come in the future.
1: kind of piggyback off of what Jesus said, uh, scripture James 1 19 says, dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. So when we have these conversations throughout the series, um, and specifically tonight, we want to seek to understand first. And we don't want to just seek to be understood first. Understand people who um, have a different life experience than us, who have seen things that we haven't seen, who have grown up in neighborhoods we haven't grown up in. Um, We want to be people who are quick to listen and quick to show compassion and not quick to defend or uh, maybe get upset or get frustrated or lash out, but we want to be people of love and of compassion and of understanding. Um, So I just encourage you guys, James chapter one, verse 19, just being slow to speak and quick to listen. So that's just kind of like the baseline we want to give you guys during this conversation is like we want to. We want to be people who um, show love and compassion and listen. And we want to be good uh, Christ followers. We want to represent the gospel well. Tough conversations don't mean, you know, the gospel isn't being communicated well. It just means tough conversations need the gospel. So as we go through this, just know, guys, that we, um, our heart here on the Zoom is just to be open, to be honest, to be quick to listen. It's not about saying the right thing it's about having the right heart and so we're just so thankful that Hannah and Reagan could jump on here and are talking and hanging out we really value both of you and we really uh, respect you and really value your opinions and your thoughts you guys are both just so smart so wise so thank you for making time to be here
0: yes um we love you guys so much and we believe in you and hey students we believe in all of you um and, and that's why we're having these conversations. We really want to inspire you and to encourage you to have this same conversation. And so we're gonna begin with our first question. Um, if Reagan, you can kick us off. Uh, what was your guys' was your guys's initial response with everything that is happening in our world today um, with racism and, and how do you currently feel about everything as a whole?
2: Um so I think my initial response was like when I I mean I know racism has uh gone on for a long period of time but I think like we've kind of like uh let it like not normalize it but like we've we've kind of like turned away from realizing that it's still happening today and I think we've started to like look, open our eyes again and see it happening again and I think like initially when like everything came out about like um George Floyd um I think my initial reaction was just like um like upset I was like upset I was hurting for the families that affected and friends and it was just like heartbreaking to hear and um I still feel that way um I feel like this is it has to change because and it has to be us that changes it because it's it's our generation that is gonna be here so we have to change it but
0: that's so good. I, I love that. Love that, Reagan. H- Hannah, what was your initial response to everything that was happening?
3: Um, I totally am in the same boat with Reagan. Uh, my initial response after hearing about Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor and George Floyd, um, and you know, in past years, I just it's heart wrenching to see this is still happening and it's 2020 and this system of racism has been happening for hundreds of years um in our country and around the world and it was it was just really heartbreaking and um like I had to stop watching the news for a few days because that was all that was on the news which is which is great but that it's getting that exposure but it, it's hard to see that like in the morning and. That's the first thing you see. Um, and I still feel that way. But now I'm kind of like, I want to know more. So I've been like researching, Googling, looking at articles from different sites and stuff, and like learning everything that I can about what happened to these people and, you know, what went wrong, um, and just trying to educate myself. Um, and trying to share that with my friends and my parents and my family members who might not be having that motivation to do that, so yeah
0: yeah that's that's awesome hannah that's that's so good and uh, I love that you're doing that and and that's awesome babe what what was your initial response to everything that that has been happening and and that happened uh just with everything going on
1: I mean my honestly my initial response like, oh this is happening and then I kind of like I just kind of like moved on like I saw someone post about it and I was like oh like something else I don't know what it is like ugh, like our world's messed up and I just like was like kept scrolling and I feel like so ashamed to even like say that but that was my first response I kind of was just like Ugh, like it's like people describe it as like trauma fatigue like there's already so much going on in the world like just getting off coronavirus and I was just like I don't know like what is this it's probably not even gonna be a big thing I don't know what what's going on and then like it's this huge thing so that really opened my eyes to exactly what Reagan and Hannah were saying like it's almost a sense of normalizing racism and even just like racist comments or racist jokes even like the smallest things like it really showed me like kind of how ignorant like I've been and just ignoring it and not like really paying much attention to it so I think it just it's been a big wake-up call for me like seeing how I responded just kind of like an eh to now like I'm watching like documentaries and like watching about systemic racism and educating myself and understanding like correct terminology and you know listening to interviews of people who have experienced these things and you know, having good conversation with people. Um, yeah, like, I feel like I'm just, I'm more passionate to educate myself so that I can like make a change. You know, it's hard to like make a change. You don't know about what's going on. So I think it really pushed me and it really, like really humbled me in the fact that like, live, like you need to actually like, pay attention. Like you can't just go on life and just whatever, like there are people hurting. Um, so yeah, like it was really eye opening, like really humbling. And like, I was like upset at myself. Like, why did I like take it so lightly at first? But I think, like, part of the problem is not knowing it's a problem. So, like, some of those things, like, I don't know, are sometimes just, like, I'm sure there's other people watching who probably felt the same way I did. And, like, part of overcoming it is just recognizing it is a problem and, like, we need to pay more attention to it. So, yeah, that was kind of my initial response.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I love it. Uh, You know, obviously, um, it's sad uh, what happens and Um, but I love that all of you have been encouraged uh, to do something Um, and and this is what this conversation is about. Uh, I think again once we can raise awareness uh, we're able to see okay what 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 can we really do about this now that we know that this is an issue um, what 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 is the solution and and so uh, after we're having this conversation um, and and students right now feel encouraged to to do your research to, to to really seek to understand what is actually happening and if you and if you don't know what ha what has happened and um yeah just do your research and and um but don't just feel ashamed and guilty but uh just feel responsible um we really want you to all of you we all have a responsibility right now to uh personally take action and we can um you know we're not gonna be able to change the entire world, but we can change uh, our city. We can change our school. We can change our friend group. We can change our family. And so, what I really want us to be encouraged um, with today is, is to uh, personally look at ourselves and ask ourselves, ask God, God, what is it that you want me to do? I, I know that this is a problem. I know that this is an issue. But now that the, now that I know that this is an issue. Uh, what, what do I do now? And so uh, our next question is this, uh, Reagan, how would you define racism?
2: Um, I would define it as like uh, like discrimination against somebody for the color of their skin, I would say. Like making like a, like a judgment against somebody because of their skin color before you actually know them. Uh, it could be like words. It could be actions. There's many things it could be, but those are like two of the ones I know are like name calling actions, and I just think it's it's based off the color of somebody's skin rather than who the actual person is. That's, That's good. Yeah, it's
0: good. Hannah.
3: Um, I, I again, I agree with Reagan. Um, racism to me is. Treating someone differently or worse than you would treat someone who is white um, or it goes I mean it goes both ways you are judging someone based off of the color of their skin, um, you know making jokes about that. you could even just generalize one skin color group, generalize it, and just make make jokes, make angry comments um, post things that are negative towards that group of people or towards one person and it's based solely off of what their skin looks like and you don't get to know the actual person.
0: So good, so good. Babe, what do you have to say?
1: Uh, I would define racism as like kind of like a hatred, hatred towards a person and I would say their culture, because they're different than you, because they don't look the same. Um, yeah, that's what I would say. Like, like a hatred, hatred in the in, in a person, the culture that's different than you. So.
0: Yeah, so good. I I love all of those answers, and and there are different forms of racism, right? And I think we've kind of touched on uh, a little uh, a bit of the different forms. Um, but I, I, I love that um, I love what you said, Hannah. It, it, it's 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 deeper than just a, a physical uh, mindset or a behavior that you do, um, right? It's more of like the a mental behavior, like it's it's the, the thinking that you have. It's the mindset, you know. It, it, it's the jokes that you have inside your head. It's the it's the way that you think when uh, you know a, a person of color is walking across the street. You know, it's, it's a person, it's the, it's the way you think when you're interacting with a person of color. It's the, it's, it's a mindset. It's much, it's much deeper than just the, the physical, but it's, it's almost, it's just as, 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 as mental. And, and uh, I really, that, and that's a form of racism. It's, it's almost a mindset, it's a mentality. um, And I I totally agree with all of you. Uh, I just love what all of you said. And and, uh, it really is, at the end of the day, treating someone uh, as less of a person because of the color of their skin. Um, And so our next question is this. And um, this is uh, really uh, how I really want to, um, I just really want to understand how we've all seen racism done in our personal life. Um, how we've seen it, Um, I I know that, uh, you know, it hasn't, it's been an issue for so long. Um, And I think that sometimes we don't recognize it's an issue until it's published on social media, until it's, uh, you know, on a video, but I think every day we see racism, some form of racism. Um, And so how have you guys seen racism uh, personally in, in your own life?
2: um so I've seen it like on social media a lot you see like just comments or like jokes and I see it a lot in schools today like and I see it a lot in schools today as in like making jokes to your friends about like I've heard it a lot with uh, like Mexicans And like saying that they don't have their green or asking if they have their green card or comments like those in schools today. And it's so like it's a it's meant to take as a joke or they say it as a joke, but it shouldn't be a joke. And it's not funny. And I think I think we've just we've just thought it's funny for so long, but it needs to change that shouldn't be how it is. And I see it like what you were saying about the streets, like when you're walking down the streets, and you assume like you see people assume that they have to walk over to the other side or you know go the other way because of somebody that has a different skin color as them
0: yeah yeah that that's that's so sad uh Hannah
3: so i I'm a senior in high school and unfortunately my high school is not very diverse. Um, it is mainly Caucasian students. Um, I don't think there's really any teachers that are people of color not at least teachers that I've seen or had. Um, there, we do have exchange students and refugee students from African and Hispanic countries but um so i haven't like really had an experience in school i've heard the jokes in the hallways i've heard um i've definitely heard people saying things to the refugee students and the exchange students that are from spanish-speaking countries or they're from countries that are just ravaged with war and poverty um i've definitely heard that stuff and that's it's just gross to me that people would say that because they don't know these kids' stories, um, and you know I see it on social media. I see it on TikTok. You know, it's and when I see it on TikTok, I'm like, that's like that's not the place for it. It's social media is not the place. There's never a place for racism, um, but yeah. So that's kind of my experience.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. There is no place for racism. And and it it is sad that it has, uh, in a social media world, obviously that it has gotten to the place, it's gotten to the place of social media. Um, Babe?
1: Yeah, there was a time uh, while while I was in elementary school that I wouldn't go outside for long periods of time because I didn't want my skin to get darker than what it already was. And that was a result of, you know, the first six, seven years of schooling, kindergarten to sixth grade, I went to a predominantly white school. I mean, it was a private school, you had to pay to go. um, And there was really no diversity there. And I remember getting made fun of a lot for my skin color. And I didn't realize that even in high school, like, there was still like on spring breaks, like I would wear sunscreen a lot. I don't, I don't need it. Your girl don't need sunscreen, but I would wear it because I didn't want to get darker than what I already was. And it's just, it's amazed me like how those comments and even just from being a young child, hearing those things, like they've really like stuck with me, you know, like I said, even through high school. Um, And honestly, like, I think up until like the beginning of college, honestly, like I finally kind of like left, that go and feeling like oh, uh, just as yeah, however dark like I will naturally get being Hispanic whatever that looks like and like being more confident in that um, because like there were seasons like during school growing up just being like man like I don't like my color like I want to be a different color and like it's it really affected me it really did and then on on top of that like all the different slurs like you know do you have your green card. Oh, do you speak Spanish? You must speak Spanish, right? And like making comments and like, "Oh, are you going to eat tacos?" and like, you know, all those dirty Mexican like all these kinds of jokes. Like, yeah, I I've heard a lot of that in, you know, there's been just yeah, different hurtful experiences like that and so it kind of motivates me to like talk more about these things because like it does hurt. It really does and it makes you feel less than and um yeah and like Regan said like there's just there's no place for it like even the little things I think are funny like they still affect people you know so I think I'm like a product to that there's been different conversations where people have laughed it off and I'm like you shouldn't have said that like that was actually hurtful you know
0: yeah and, and for me I, I've had the sad thing is I've had like really close friends of mine um joke around with me and and um and you know I, I i agree with uh all of you i think that at this point it's become so normalized and oh it's been uh just a joke that we haven't taken it seriously um and i think i think if we if we if we just understand that um you know uh it isn't a joke <laughs> i mean we're talking to real people here with real feelings uh and emotions um it's it's we can take it more seriously because I mean it's not a joke I mean we're actually um, you know it, it, it's 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 but it's it's gotten to the point where it's personal to to a person um, and and for me you know my dad uh, you know having been deported back to Mexico my junior year of high school and, and for me having friends that would joke around with me, you know, and people that I knew that weren't really tight with me, but like, uh, you know, we were cool. And, and, you know, they would joke around like, you know, do you have your green card? Or, uh, you know, does, does your family have, are you from here? You know, does your family have a green card? Well, you know, for me, I, I'm, I'm from here, I was born here. And so it, it's sad that, you know, for me as a Mexican American who was born here, uh, was even, um. Got, had even gotten the jokes as well. And, and that's even the sad part is, and, and my own dad too, right, had, had actually been deported. And so it's, it's not something to joke around about. It's not something to, to be uh, taken lightly. Uh, th- we're talking about real people with, like you said, Hannah, real stories uh, and real feelings, uh, like Reagan said. And so uh, I completely agree with all of you. Um, our last question for today and this is really where I'm, what I'm excited to really uh, dig into and, and and talk about because again the conversation that we're having is really the start to change it's not the solution and so um, but once we have the conversation we're able to raise awareness and people are able to understand and listen and learn uh, and so that's what we're doing today we're, we're learning and we're growing together Um, And students, uh, once you have this conversation, once you're able to raise that awareness, you're able to talk about solutions. You're able to uh, talk about what we can do collectively as a youth ministry, what we can can do collectively as a family, what we can do collectively as friends um, to change uh, this uh, in our culture. Um, Obviously, our goal is to uh not eliminate sin because again we live in an imperfect world um and and people are going to disobey god and people are, aren't aren't going to follow his ways but god has called us to uh bring heaven onto earth and, and and that being said um there can be less sin and there can be more people uh, following Jesus. There can be more people who are following his ways. Um, and you know, not we're not gonna completely eliminate sin, but we're we're gonna push and, and and there's gonna be less sin. And so this last question is how can the youth of today make a change and influence the people around us?
2: Um, I think first off, starting a conversation with your family and friends and just people around you that you know aren't on the same page with you. And they don't always, that no one's ever going to have this exact same opinions as you, but um, to maybe show them your side of your opinions and, you know, help help explain to them why you believe that and, you know, what you feel about it all. And I think that, like, for me, I don't want my kids, like, in my future, I don't want my kids to grow up in a world with racism. And I know that, like, um racism may never like completely end because there's always going to be people that are rude and it's and it's like a it's not it's like it's not about like it's it's because of hatred and so we have to we have to put more love into the world and so especially like the people that you know are racist make sure you're like praying and like well for me I just don't want my kids growing up in a world with racism, so I'll always teach them that like, that's not okay. And I think that's something that we're gonna have to do is just become not okay with it and become against it. And yeah, that's all we really can do is just make sure that the people around us know how we feel and pray about it. Cause that's how we can do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hannah.
3: I think a really, really huge thing, um, for, you know, starting to make a change and having an influence is educating ourselves. Because me being the white 17 year old teenage girl that I am, I do have a lot of privilege. And like, I think regardless of what color, what age, what gender you are, um, you need to educate yourself and you need to look at, okay, what what if it was me? that had a knee to my neck? What if it was me that was afraid to go for a dog? Like you have to put yourself in that situation and really look at it from a bigger lens. Um, and I agree, like start those tough conversations like we're doing, like have those tough conversations because that'll also expand your view. And there are gonna be people who are gonna get really mad at you for having a certain opinion and you're gonna get really mad at some people for having a certain opinion, but you have to move past that, and you, like, not everyone is always gonna be on the same page as you, and, like, I love how Reagan said, we just have to put more love into the world, because that is so true. Like, regardless of what someone's opinion is, regardless of who they are, what they look like, whatever, you, we, like, as Christ followers, we need to love, this world and we need to love the people that are around us because that is like the biggest thing that we can do
0: yeah yeah so good so good Uh, I love it guys just for a second students just uh, come on show some love again for Hannah and Reagan they're doing such an amazing job Uh, this is such good stuff and and we're all learning I'm learning you know and I'm continuing to learn and so I, I hope that uh, all of, all of you students feel encouraged because, uh, these ladies are killing it. Okay. Um, babe, what you got to say?
1: Yeah. You guys are just so intelligent. So smart. I love the way you guys communicate. You guys are awesome. I'm learning from you. Yeah. Quickly. The educate part is so important. Watch just mercy. It's on Amazon and Netflix. Think Hulu too. That will like get your blood boiling. Like it will like be like, wow, people people went through this and are going through this. This is insane. So watch that because it's streaming for free in June, which is such a good movie. We were me and Jesus were like in tears the whole time. It was just insane. Did you two see that that movie? Oh, it's good. Yeah, Hannah, you gotta watch it. You're you're gonna be like, get your tissue box, cause it's oh, it's just heart-wrenching. That's a really good one. I think as Christians to, to help create change, like we have to first create clarity in situations that seem confusing. You know, like if racism is a touchy subject for someone, like I'm concerned about your heart because racism is, is not okay. And it's, what we're talking about here is human life. So when people like, I just think the way to make change is like when people wanna argue, Just be like, are we even arguing about the same thing? Because if I know you, like, I know that you're a person that would protect human life. You know, like, there's the media and Facebook, they've created such, like, a fuzzy, blurry, like, image of what's going on here. And what it is about is it is about human life of the black community that has been disregarded. And like, that's what we're talking about. If anyone else wants to drag you in other conversations, like they just won't be productive, you know? So to be, to be a Christ follower during this time for me, I know personally, is bringing clarity. What are we talking about? Like We're not talking about this and that and whatever like is on the news and, you know, Antifa, like all this, well, the looters, all these things, like we're talking about human life here. So as Christians, our job to bring clarity to situations that seem confusing, right? Especially, like, as leaders and pastors, like, that's our job. So I think before, like, if you know, as you're sharing your beliefs and as you're, like, talking about, you know, how you can make a change and all those things, people want to get defensive. Just be like, hey, like, are are we talking about the same thing? This is human life we're talking about here, you know? So I think for me, just clarifying, making sure it's clear what what the issue is of of right now and just going off of that. Because it's easy, yeah, to get, yeah, like both of you guys said, in arguments or people disagree, and, like, there's one thing that we can't disagree on, that's human life, you know, point blank. We we can't disagree on that at all whatsoever. Um, so, yeah, just for me, like, that's just the biggest thing is, like, bringing peace into those hard conversations and bringing clarity into those conversations. And I think that, that that will go a long way, too, for sure.
0: Yeah yeah you guys just really hit it well. Um, I'm just again, I'm learning uh, and students, I hope that uh, you're learning right now, you're, you're growing, you're listening um, and, and because we all have unique perspectives and, and, and you know we don't obviously know it all, um, but we do have our own perspective, and um, you know obviously as Jesus' followers, uh, we have done our due diligence to to understand what's actually happening. Um, because in in all reality, there is a part uh, of our uh, community, a part of uh, the human um, community that is hurting, um, and that's the Black community. And regardless if if racism is super evident or not, um, what happened, what happened to George Floyd, what happened to Breonna Taylor, what happened to Ahmaud Arbery, should not happen. Again, we're not going to completely eliminate. Uh, racism and, and the, the, the the mentality of racism, but um, I'm hoping that none of these things happen again. That at least we can come to an agreement that a police officer should never be in that situation and, and should never do that. And, and that is my heart that we would, um, again, uh, that we would have less racism, not that we would eliminate racism because there's, there's gonna be, uh, like, like Reagan said, there's gonna be some people that, that, are, that are gonna continue to, to have, uh, to be rude to the people of color, to, to, to uh, have that, that racist mentality towards someone uh, with color. But for us as Jesus followers, we have to. We have to speak to the broken. We have to reach out to the broken. And right now, the black community is hurting. I have friends and family members that are hurting. And, and, and so for us as Jesus followers, if we want to show the love of Christ, uh, no matter again, no matter if racism is completely a, a thing or not, what happened should not have happened in our, in, in, in our black brothers and sisters are hurting. And so what we need to do is we need to come together. We need to be uh, quick to, to understand before we want to be understood. And we want to be slow to, to speak and slow to anger. And we wanna be quick to love and quick to show compassion and empathy. Because again, there are friends and family members that are hurting. And regardless if, if they are 100% correct or not, um, they have real feelings. And, 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 and um, again, what has happened, what has been happening for so long should not happen on that kind of level. And so students, I hope that you were encouraged by this conversation. I hope that um you were able to grow and to listen and to learn. And again, as a youth ministry, uh my heart is that we would continue to have these conversations because we we th- again, this is this is uh, going to probably be an issue in the future. I hope I hope that again it isn't uh to this to this kind of level, but Again, we have to continue to raise awareness and talk about it, and, and talk about what we could do uh, to uh, create change. And so I kind of want to end with this. Um, you know, what happened wasn't just a, a racism issue. It was a human issue. As, as Olivia said, uh, what happened was a disregard for human life. And, um, you know, regardless, if it was the other way around and, and, and the person that was uh, on the ground with a knee to their neck was white, I, I pray and I hope that we would, ju- we would be just as worried because what happened was a disregard for human life. No one deserves to be treated that way. No one deserves to be persecuted and tried um, on the streets. And and what I really want us to get out of this is, uh, you know, this world needs Jesus. Our world is hurting. And again, what happened was a humanity issue. It was a soul issue. What happened was a Jesus issue. I hope, I hope and pray that we all would um, point everything back to Jesus because at the end of the day, that is who we are about. And what happened was not just a racism issue. It was a human issue. It was a, it was a humanity issue. It was a soul issue. And so I pray and hope that students that, that we would point people to Jesus. We would point people to the love of Christ. You know, uh, the Bible says that uh, Jesus died for the entire world. Jesus loves black people. Jesus loves Mexicans. Jesus loves the Chinese. He loves everybody. He died for everybody. He died for the entire world. And I want us to really understand that at the end of the day, the world needs Jesus. And we need to point people to him and we need to point people to the love that, that um that Jesus has for them and so uh would any of our uh Hannah or Reagan would any of you like to pray uh for our students and 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 just in general before we end tonight come on who wants to pray for us come on I know someone wants to pray come on who 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 wants to pray I can pray I can pray Liv do you want to pray how about you pray uh babe and then I'll kind of end I will kind of end cool uh before we uh pray Reagan Hannah you guys did such an amazing job thank you for being a part of this conversation thank you for doing this we believe in you we love you um it's just been yes all the hearts all the hearts um it's just been amazing to get to know you guys um on a deeper level uh and uh, it's just been a lot of fun doing student leadership, and again, we love you. We believe in you. Um, thank you, thank you for doing this. All right, let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you
1: for first Reagan and Hannah. Thank you for just their uh, boldness and their willingness to just come talk about these things, God, that are important to you. So just bless them for their time today and. Just uh, the courage it took to talk about something as difficult as this may be, Lord, just bless them for that. I just pray for our students who are watching tonight, Lord, I pray, God, that your love, your compassion would just fill their hearts, God, as we enter this scary world, God, may we be people who carry hope and carry compassion and carry life, God, and we pray over our country right now, God, we pray over the division and the hurt and the pain and the frustration and the anger, Lord, we just, we need you, God, in this country. We need you to uh, bring your spirit, God. Uh, Elevate the leaders and the people who are um, speaking on behalf of you, Lord. I just lift up our country, God. Just we need you, Lord. We need your hand. We need your love. We need more of your love in this world, God. Be with our leaders. Be with um, our president. God, be with the people in authority, Lord. I just pray, God, that your spirit would fill those places too, God, that we would be able to see real change happen, God, during this movement. We love you so much, God. We trust you. We trust that you're working everything out for your good. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Father, I just pray that we would be quick to listen, that we would be quick to understand. That we would be quick to love and to show empathy and compassion. God, I pray that, God, we would, that you would stir something within us. God, that, that we would ask you, God, what, what do you want me to do? When, when, what do you want me to say? God, I, I pray that, God, you would move us and, and do something on the inside of our hearts, God. That we would reach out to uh, brothers and sisters uh, in the community of God that are hurting that we would reach out to uh, friends that are hurting that we'd reach out to family members that are hurting God, that we would, uh, I pray that we would just continue to have these conversations at home and with our friends, God, and that you would um, stir something in our hearts. God move us to action. God, we don't need to be ashamed. We don't need to feel guilty God, but we have a responsibility. And so I pray Jesus That every student that is watching, that has watched this conversation, that they would feel moved with compassion. They would feel moved with love and empathy for those that are hurting right now, God. And they would feel moved to take responsibility. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, right now in the chats, again, give it up for Reagan and Hannah for having this conversation. And my beautiful wife. Come on. she's so amazing i love you babe uh students we love you uh again we hope that you were encouraged and that you were inspired by this conversation and that you that this wouldn't just stay here that this would this conversation would happen in your homes and it would happen with your friends uh and family and so access youth thank you for uh tuning in uh tonight um just give yourselves a round of applause right now before we Thanks for listening to the Access Youth Podcast. We hope that you were encouraged and inspired today.